Welcome back to This is in the Bible. My name is Rachel Charday and I am your host. Growing up, I would hear my dad say, Rachel, everything is in the Bible. And I would be like, Dad, everything cannot be in the Bible. It's holy, like holy, holy. It cannot be in this Bible. But here we are, fam, making a whole podcast about all the shocking things that I done found in this Bible. So what I want you guys to do is grab your Bible and we are about to get in this word. All right, let's turn to Luke 10. It's in the New Testament, in the Gospels. That's the first four books of the New Testament. Okay, are you ready? Luke 10, verse 38. Here we go. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at Jesus's feet, listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him, Jesus, and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to get up and help me. Okay, I added in the help. It says, tell her to help me. I said, tell her to get up. That was me. I'm sorry. Jesus replies, Martha, Martha. You are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better and it will not be taken away from her. Now, y'all. I ain't gonna lie. I feel you, Martha, because if I see my sister, I don't have a sister, hypothetical sister. And we got guests coming over and I'm walking around the house, sweeping the floor, washing dishes, fluffing the pillows, doing whatever needs to be done. And you just chilling. Bro, I'm upset. Mary, get up. Do something. You see, we got guests, girl. Get up. Martha, I feel you, girl. I feel you. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't feel you. Now, when Jesus put you in your place, I was like, oh, dang, Martha. Good thing I'm not on your side, Martha. Yeah. Go, Mary. Do your thing, girl. Yeah, y'all. I was definitely on Martha's side until Jesus put her in her place. Before I be honest, honest with y'all, some things you need to know. Mary and Martha are sisters. Martha's the older sister. And in this time, it was very, very important for you to have this place of serving. So if you had somebody over your house, like this was the way that you showed that this person was important to you. This person meant a lot to you. This person um, really was of value to you is by you preparing your home. Like you, you know, whatever that looked like back in the day, if that was sweeping the floor with some straw, if that was, you know, washing some countertops of stone, I don't know what it looked like back then, but whatever it was, Mary wasn't doing it. Okay. And Martha was, and she was not having it. Okay. But I want you guys to just to know Martha, she wasn't fully in the wrong. Cause she was doing what was custom for her. Like she was doing what the culture usually does. You know, like we prepare our home cause someone is coming over. We got to be ready. And I want you guys to ask yourself, just in this few verses that we're reading right here, do you find yourself in a Martha situation or do you find yourself in a Mary situation? 
like I told y'all from the jump, I was like, yo, I feel you, Martha. She need to get up. She need to get up and do something. But to be honest, they both were serving Jesus. One was just serving, you know, by washing and cleaning some dishes or sweeping the floor or fluffing some pillows or doing whatever she was doing. But the other one was serving the Lord by just being at his feet. And Jesus said, girl, right now you need to be over here. Forget them dishes. Forget them clothes, that laundry. That stuff that's on the table, they need to get straightened up. Mm -mm, That's not important right now. Being with me, that's what's important. How often do we think things are important that Jesus does not care about? Not that he don't care about it. It's just like, that's not the concern at this moment. Yes, the dishes do need to get done. Yes, you need to prepare this chicken. Whatever needs to happen. Yes, those are important. But right now, being with me, that's what needs to be important. How often do we make the gift bigger than the giver? How often do we say, oh, man, I got to pray or I got to do this. I got to do that. But I don't actually acknowledge the Lord in what I'm doing. I want to read another scripture. It's in Matthew six. Nope. No, it's not. It's in Matthew seven, verse 21 through 23. It says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the king of heaven. This is Jesus talking. But only the one who does the will of my father who is in heaven. Many of you will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and in your name perform miracles? Then I, Jesus, will tell them plainly, I never knew you away from me, you evil doers. Okay, y'all, if Jesus were to say this to me, I would be distraught, first of all. But two, it's like, what you going to do now? We face to face with Jesus and he talking about get away from me. There's no like, oh, well, let me. Well, now that I know that you're here, let me um do some things in your name for real, for real. No, you can't do nothing. But what I want you guys to take from this scripture is we can do a lot of good things in the name of Jesus and not know him at all. I can go feed the hungry. I can serve at my church. I can even go to church Sunday after Sunday after Sunday and not know him. I had another friend tell me, Rachel, if you sat in a garage day after day after day after day, does that make you a car? Just like going to church week after week, week after week, that doesn't make you a Christian. That doesn't make you a follower of Jesus. We have to have a relationship with him. And that is what Mary was trying to cultivate. And Martha, she was just doing some doing some doing some stuff. And Mary's like, yo, I want to sit at his feet. I want to hear what he has to say. I want to commune with him. I want to be intimate with the Lord. And that is what he's calling us to do. He's not calling us to only do X, Y, and Z. Go evangelize, share your faith, do this, don't do this. Don't like, he don't want none of that. He wants us. He wants time with us. He wants communion with us. To be honest, y'all, me preparing for this, this podcast has been so convicting. Because like I said, I was Martha through and through. Girl, Martha, I get it. Mary needs to get up and help. She needs to do some things. And I just think about my life. Right now, currently, I am constantly preparing for a podcast, 
prepping for a sermon, writing devos, writing my book, anything. I could be going to the Bible for a question a friend might have. But how often am I finding myself actually sitting with the Lord just because? How often am I praying just declaring how good he is, declaring his identity? Lord, you are faithful. Lord, you are committed to us. You love unconditionally. Lord, you are grand and omnipotent. Instead, I'm like, Lord, can you watch over my son when he goes to school? Lord, I know we got this situation coming up. Can you give me some direction on this? Like, how often am I coming to the Lord just to consume, consume, consume? And he's just like, just be at my feet. Just be here. Don't worry about the other things. Just be here. So I have a few takeaways today, you guys. Number one, if you take some notes, number one, be present. That could be practically. We can take this scripture practically with our family, with our friends, with our children. It's saying be present with them. Don't just be so consumed with your job. Oh, I got to make this happen so I can provide for my kids. Or I got to make this great meal so it serves my husband. Or I have to, you know, get my child to soccer practice. Doing a lot of things but not being present with your family. Not being present with your friends. There are a lot of things you can be doing at your job. Finishing this project and finishing this and finishing that. But do you know your coworkers? Are you present with your boss? Are you present with your coworkers? Do you know what's going on in their lives? Be present. That's just the practical one. Spiritually, be present with the Lord. Don't just come to him when you need help. Don't just come to him when you're when you're seeking an answer on something. And mind you, he wants to he wants to answer those questions. He wants to give you that that assurance that he hears you and he's with you. But he's also saying, be like Mary. Just be here. Be at my feet. Don't be distracted like Martha. Be here. Number two, respect the other way that people worship and serve the Lord. So many times I've seen just division in the body of Christ that people were like, oh, they don't worship like us or they don't get down like us. or Oh, they're so conservative or oh, they're so I was going to say ratchet, but that's not what they use. They're so charismatic and all over the place. And then you have people that are like, man, she welcomes so many people in her home. She uses so much hospitality. That's worship, y'all. Be respectful for the way that people serve the Lord. Martha didn't think Mary was doing anything. Martha like, bro, we got to serve these people. Come on, Mary, get up. Do something. In turn, Mary was actually serving the Lord by just being present, by just being at his feet, honoring the words that were coming out of his mouth, listening to him. So, y'all, we have to be open to the other ways that people worship and serve the Lord. We have to. And how do we grow? We learn from those people. We hear, we observe. We're like, man, that's dope the way they serve the Lord. One of my favorite things to do is listen to worship in another language. I don't know why. I think it's just like, I don't necessarily know what they're saying, but I know who they're serving. I know uh, the melody that's playing in the background, but I do know that they are worshiping the Lord in a different way. And I think it's beautiful. Because here's the thing, the Lord knows it. He understands what they're doing. He understands the worship. He understood Martha's heart. 
and what she was doing according to her culture like this is serving this is what what's important in this moment but martha didn't understand what she was doing martha was just doing it out of her own will out of her own might and jesus was like martha you need to be here so let's all respect the other ways that people worship and serve the lord so number three I want you guys to continually ask yourself, are you too busy doing things for Jesus that you neglect spending actual time with him? That's when all the deep people be like, "Ooh, that's good, Rachel. That's good. (laughs) Because I find myself there often doing a bunch of things for Jesus that I actually neglect time with him. And he's not sitting there oh when's she coming back oh my gosh when I do show up to to spend time with him he like girl where you been no he's like hey hey my daughter hey how's your day what do you need you want something to drink take a seat I'm so glad you're here thanks for coming he's not harboring on what I've done or what I've neglected to do So I want you guys to just continually ask yourself, are you too busy doing things for him that you actually neglect time with him? Because to be honest, spending time with Jesus is not for his sake. It's not just, oh, man, I just want to be with you, Jesus. And he's like, yeah, be with me. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Give me praises. Yeah, that sounds good. Come on. Keep going. No, it's for our benefit. Jesus was sharing things that Mary was just gleaning from, that she was just learning more about and she was just taking in. So if we spend more time with him with no agenda, no question to be asked, no answer needed, no anything, we will experience freedom. We will get to experience him, his presence. We get to be more present in our life. We get to experience intimacy with him. Freedom from anger, freedom from worry, freedom from anxiety. Because when we're in those times, he's speaking to us. He's speaking our identity. Girl, you are strong. Girl, you're not alone. I'm with you. He's speaking to us constantly. It's are we going to take the time to stop and actually be with him? We get to experience the fruit of the spirit. Our life will be so much better when we experience time with him. EJ always jokes about how he can determine how well he's been spending time with the Lord in the way that he is a husband and a father and a pastor because it's a direct reflection. It's a direct reflection of, man, if I get quick to anger or if I am mad when I'm driving, if I'm short with people, It's a reflection of, man, I have not spent time with the Lord. I have not really been spending time with him. And y'all, if you need one more motivator, you don't want to find yourself like Matthew 7. Get away from me. I never knew you. Like that alone is scary enough for me to be like, all right, Lord, I'll be at your feet tomorrow morning at five o'clock. I got you. I'll be there. (laughs) So let's pray, you guys. And I'm going to give you some time just to be with him. I'm going to play some music. And you can you can take it upon yourself to skip through this. You can take it upon yourself to actually sit and listen to him. You can take it upon yourself to just pray. But I'm going to pray 
play some music, then I'm in the podcast. Father, I just thank you that we have the opportunity to sit at your feet like Mary. Father, we thank you that you love us, that you hear us, that you turn your face and you turn your ear to us. Lord, I thank you in times like this, you speak our identity. You tell us who we are. You tell us how pleased you are about us. Lord, you don't um, demand anything from us, Lord, but you are just here. Welcoming us back with open arms, with a huge smile on your face. God, we just thank you. Thank you that you that you see us, that you know all the distractions that we have in our life. And yet you say, come, I will help you. Father, will you make this a more of a routine thing that we come to you, sit at your feet with no agenda, no question, no, no answer needing that we just sit with you, sit in silence, sit with just worship music playing in the background and just hearing you. God, we thank you for this opportunity that we're about to walk into. Father, I ask that you be with this listener that, Father, they have not spoken to you or sat with you or sought you in a while. And, Lord, would you speak to them? Will you assure them that you are so pleased with them, that you are not mad, that you are smiling, and that you are with them? And, God, I thank you that for even for myself. That, Father, despite all the things that I have going on, Lord, you're here. And you want me. You don't want a podcast for you. You don't want just a prayer about you. But Father, you want me. And God, I thank you for that. Lord, I thank you for peace and stillness. In Jesus' name. guys I hope you actually spent the time to just sit in his presence in that moment but once you turn this podcast off do it again do it longer get in the word 
read about him read about who he said you are take some time and really just sit in the scriptures i love y'all and i thank you again for tuning in to this is in the bible 